some agencies have gotten creative within the past year in how they hire new talent more quickly. That's because there still hasn't been a big sweeping overhaul to veterans' preference or competitive hiring laws, but at least one key senator says it's time to stop talking about the problems and get something done. As Federal News Network's Nicole Agrisco reports, chief human capital officers at two of the largest federal agencies had a clear message for Congress about what needs to change. They were supposed to be well-intentioned, but agencies say they have too many hiring authorities and it's actually become more of a hindrance than a help in recent years. The Government Accountability Office counted some 105 separate hiring authorities a couple years back. Agencies, though, only use about a handful of them. Senator James Langford is the chairman of the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Subcommittee on Regulatory Affairs and Federal Management. This premise is all too familiar to him because of his days scooping ice cream at Baskin Robbins as a teenager. But I distinctly remember when people walked in with 31 flavors, it took forever to pick one. And by default, the majority of the people went to vanilla, the most popular flavor, with 31 options. We have how many hiring authorities now in the federal government? 102, I've heard as high as 120, depending on the agency, and see if you have additional specialties. But by default, folks go back to the two or three they like using the most. You had mentioned before, Dr. Jones, about, you know, there, there's, people need to be able to use all of the authorities that are out there and they're not using all of the authorities. So the, the, the challenge that we have is there are over 100 different hiring authorities out there, but almost every agency that comes to us says we want direct hiring authority. That's what we really want. Angela Bailey is the Chief Human Capital Officer for the Department of Homeland Security. For starters, I, what, one of the first things I would say is please don't give us any more hiring authorities. Like, okay. We just don't need any more. You don't need a double chocolate no. raspberry variation. I don't. You can even put sea salt on top of it. You still don't need it, okay? DHS has had its fair share of hiring difficulties, especially for Border Patrol agents and officers within Customs and Border Protection and Immigration and Customs Enforcement. The department has seen some progress at CBP that's pretty promising. Time to hire at CBP is down to 190 days from over 300 days a couple years ago. That's because DHS rearranged some of the steps of its hiring process, and cut some activities altogether. For example, DHS moved up the hearing and eye exam for agents and officers earlier in the hiring process. That way, if applicants fail, they can take corrective actions sooner rather than later. Applicants only have to complete one medical physical now, and former military members who recently passed a physical and have documentation of it don't need to go through another one at all. Bailey says some changes to the polygraph are making a difference, too, The department rearranged questions on the polygraph and has since found that more people are passing. Applicants who score well on a security questionnaire and don't have any red flags are also put in a fast-track hiring lane. All of these individual pieces to the hiring process, of course, are part of the problem. But the bigger challenge goes back to all of those hiring authorities. Agencies have several different authorities, for example, to hire veterans. Bailey says what agencies like DHS really need is one. One non-competitive hiring authority where we could walk into any military transition center, any university, um, any place that we would find a veteran, and we would have the opportunity to make them a job offer. That would be extremely helpful for us. It would be helpful for the veterans as well because they wouldn't have to worry about what their percentage was or what their rating was or if they had a campaign badge or not. It would just be beneficial for everyone. 
beyond veterans, the focus should be on finding talent that fits agencies' diversity goals. As long as our agency is maintaining 20% or higher veterans on board, and right now we're close to 30% and maintain that 30%, that we should be able to go out within any source to be able to recruit military spouses, students, people with disabilities, you know, technical skills such as mechanics and things like that. We need the ability to actually hire people. There is no corporation in the world that has 102 different ways to hire somebody, so it's no wonder that we obviously default to the few that that are on the books. It's not because they're our favorites. It's just because it's probably the go-to thing for us, and it just makes it easier because it's all about getting people on board. So my ask would be that we just stop all of this nonsense and that we just boil it down to give me a veterans hiring authority and give me a hiring authority that I can use to hire everyone else. And honestly, it would probably take six to eight weeks immediately off the beginning part of the hiring process. Daniel Sitterly is the Assistant Secretary for Human Resources and Administration at the Department of Veterans Affairs. He agreed with Bailey and suggested Congress start by imposing a moratorium on adding any new hiring authorities. VA also has a highly complex variety of different pay and personnel systems, and Sitterly says the sheer variety is putting pressure on VA's HR specialists, and they're making mistakes because of it. We simply cannot continue to have the complexities in the pay and personnel system that we have. And every time we add a new one, um, I feel like an HR specialist needs to have graduated from law school in order to implement it. The connecting Title V changes with Title 38 changes, with Title 10 changes, there's always some disconnect. We have over 600 podiatrists in the VA today who are not getting paid properly uh, because of just the legal complexities of having changed it from a hybrid Title 38 to uh, Title 38. We're fixing it, but we've lost trust and confidence for some very critical people. Of course, this isn't the first time that someone like Senator Langford has heard about some of these suggestions and complaints. He says he has to balance whatever interests initially created all of those hiring authorities in the first place. Clearly, they were created for a reason. Some member of Congress saw some need for some group to get some attention, and they passed a bill to give that hiring authority. And it may be named after them, or it may be something that was a proud bill they passed to be able to go back to them and to say, we're not going to do that anymore. We're going to clean this up because it's overly complicated, has its own political implications on that. That's my problem. i got to deal with that. Right. Your challenge is, is that everyone's also going to look at you and going to say, is, does everyone have a competitive shot? But Bailey and Sitterly say it really shouldn't hurt to give it a try. Here's Bailey. The problem is, is that we've got all these hiring authorities. We have this incredibly complicated system, and we're not that diverse anyhow. So we ought to try something new and just see if it's going to work because – I'd almost bank on the fact that we would probably drive a higher diversity if we had the ability to target the areas that we wanted to, to be able to drive the kinds of numbers that we really want in order to be able to accomplish our mission. Human capital management has been on the Government Accountability Office's high-risk list since 2001. GAO says it does see some signs of improvement. Yvonne Jones is director of GAO's Strategic Issues team, She says more agencies have long-term workforce succession plans now than maybe they did before. Agency leaders have perhaps become more aware of their role in both setting the tone and uh, devising agency policies to improve 
the management of their of their workforces, including identifying what kinds of skills they need now and in the future. It's unclear, though, whether Congress will actually take up any of the Chico's ideas in the near term. But Langford expressed some urgency. We've got to move from staring at and marveling at the problem to actually solving the problem. This committee has talked the problem to death, and we've got to get to what are the practical things to be there. You'll, you'll know the things we get hung up on. It's veterans' preference. It's competitive. It's allowing everybody to be engaged in the process, making sure no one's excluded, making sure agencies are trying to be as diverse as possible to be able to reach out to as many different people as possible and to be able to get a hiring process that doesn't take 107 days. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. 